A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Windsor Knot. Oh, it's a, sounds like fun time kids show. It's a podcast about the royal wedding, which is 87 days away, if you're listening to when this actually goes up. Or two months and 28 days. Two months and 28 days. Yeah. Have you worked out the minutes yet? Yeah, 125,280 minutes, you smart ass. I love you. I knew you were going to ask this week. <laughs> um, so this episode is all about the security, which I think we've mentioned on a previous podcast is the only thing that's going to be footed by the British taxpayer. It is. So we're obviously um, preternaturally concerned with the expense involved. How do we keep our babies safe? Um, just a rough estimate for Princess William and Kate's wedding came in between, like, from estimates range from £7 million to £20 million. Pounds. That's quite a big that's, range. Yeah, that's like when people say a game will take five to ten hours to finish. You're like, oh, thanks a lot for your estimates. It's really helpful. Other games, out. I usually think it's five, isn't it? Yes, for you've said ten because you didn't finish it. <laughs> um, so it's understood that the government will provide um, three point six million to pay for all the overtime pay for the police officers. That's. This is a lot well, of money, at least they're getting, but, you know, they're getting paid over time. I think money well spent if nobody gets hurt, Joe. Exactly. And if you disagree, you want people to get hurt. And it is worth remembering, and this is genuinely true, because I did catch myself getting really angry at, you know, the expense of it all. It is as much to protect the thousands and thousands of people on the streets yeah. of Windsor. Maybe not the homeless people if the Tory Simon Dudley gets his way. I think he has. I, I think, well, I don't know if they're going, because there's been a lot of backlash. I think he's just been forced to go... Okay, then can stay. I'll do it myself. But so will I. <laughs> Vigilante. On the days rounding them up and bagging them in their own sleeping oh, bags, like in that episode of Peep Show. Sounds like a trauma movie. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk all about the security involved on the big day. And you know how they're keeping Windsor safe? How? According to... I haven't written down the uh, source. I'm going to say the Daily Star. Mate, a lot of the places you're reading don't write down sources. Uh, no, but I didn't even write down the source of my story. We're all, we're all I at believe fault. it's the Star. We're all at fault. They're protecting Windsor we're, with we're a... hardly Woodward and Bernstein here. <laughs> That's very true. They're protecting Windsor with a ring of steel. Gee, what? A ring of steel around Windsor amid fears of ISIS bloodbath at Harry and Meghan <laughs> wedding is well, headline. Keep the blood in. <laughs> that will yeah. make the bath yeah. they're trying to avoid. Stop bathing in it. <laughs> My favourite thing about this early on um, is that the headline does the classic tabloid thing of capitalising one weirdly chosen word, which in this case is steel. So ring of steel. But the first paragraph says a ring of steel <laughs> has been built around Windsor. It's like they don't know what they're irate about, really. I don't know. Sometimes if it's ring, sometimes I, it's steel. I don't know if they're irate. I think they're shocked and maybe slightly aroused. Okay. Because they're keeping ISIS out, and that's got to be <laughs> a good not, thing. Cock ring. <laughs> Bloody hell. Sorry, it's a bit it's early, isn't it? It's eight in the morning for us. Yeah. Uh, a ring of steel has been built around Windsor amid fears ISIS are gearing up to launch a bloody attack on Harry on Prince Harry's wedding to Meghan Markle. Did, right, it's just first question. Do mm. they mean, like, <laughs> it's just a very British attack? A bloody attack? A bloody attack! <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have a blimmin' attack on us. 
<laughs> Pictures taken... This is my favourite thing. Is This is what the Ring of Steel is. Pictures taken at the town centre show large anti-terror gates have been installed, which are designed to protect vehicle ramming attacks. Right, Do you know what yeah. anti-terror gates look like? Those bollards. They're just big steel bollards. They've put in some extra traffic bollards. Ring that, of steel, that's the ring of steel around Windsor. <laughs> I was expecting, like, the start of Game of Thrones, where, like, the walls are building themselves out of the floor. That would be brilliant. If On the it, day? Yeah. What if it was the dome? Stephen King's The Dome, and they put a big dome over Windsor. So just these are just a few bollards on some streets. They've just Windsor. put some fucking bollards up. It's ridiculous. The, again, very little about the rest of this story past the second paragraph is actually about the headline that they're talking I've about. I've noticed that about a lot of these stories that they, we come across. They decide, but they've seen one set of bollards gone, I'll do, and then just had to write, well... I say paragraphs, some short sentences over and over again. But we'll, like, let's get into the rest of what they say, because there might be some interesting stuff. The Royal Borough has been earmarked for a £2.4 million fund. Fund? Not fun. <laughs> £2.4 million fun. <laughs> to, from, that's the fun rating of the, of the wedding. Uh, the fun budget. Yeah, the fun budget. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in a wacky briefcase that keep opening. They won't have a bloodbath if it's like Activity World. Uh, to prevent hostile vehicle mitigation which is a set of words that don't make sense to me, along with a further £1.3 million for CCTV upgrades in the 2018-19 to budget. Um, so they're going to be looking at you more, and they're going to have some bollards. Well, we found out that Windsor is actually just not the right place to be having this wedding. It's it too needs, open. It, it's old. It's old. You can't put anything there. It's full of the homeless. <laughs> it's an absolute... <laughs> Nightmare. Get married in a shithole. A dangerous shithole. <laughs> it's a shithole with a castle on top. Just well get, done. Get married in London. Uh, Windsor's Got bars in London. Windsor was the source of one of my most profound realisations about... Uh, Life. Wealth. Oh. Which is that the wealthier a place is, the more specific its shops become. Windsor, mm. I walked out of the train station once uh, to visit uh, for a press trip and saw a shop that just sold olive oil. <laughs> you know an entire shop. Only very rich Specialist, people would yeah. require that. Because they want to compare lots of different types. Because I get confused by the three types in Tesco. What, extra virgin, virgin, and stamp And virgin chips. bank. Virgin <laughs> cola. Well, it's because the, the better it, the more extra virgin it is, the more you'll have that in a salad. But what does that mean? <laughs> well, extra virgin, I think it's like the first pressing, isn't it? Right, but you're taking that from Peep Show. What is the pressing? <laughs> Are you pressing olives? Are what, taking... so the first press, so what, they're repeatedly pressing olives? Yeah, and you're getting like the, the shittier oil out of it. They're, ca- they're little, they can't have lots of different no, oils. Mass. It seems well, I know mad. how you use them anyway. Because you wouldn't roast in extra virgin olive oil. That's a waste. I mean, I extra, extra I'm virgin is, is, I have. is the tastiest of the oils. And you'll just use that in dressings and salads. It's just oil. No, well, no, but you don't want to be doing chips in ten pound oil. You just chug in now an extra virgin because it's so yeah, delicious. That's like a nice like gastro pubs when you get like a little contact lens of it and a little bit of bread and salt. Oh, that's your extra virgin then. olive oil. Wow, well, I'd be happy with the. That's what they tell stuff. you in the shop if you went in. Yeah, well, that's true. I should have gone in but, and been but educated not with some, by someone in my accent. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you want a little tea, <laughs> a little fucking contact. You want a contact lens for this? It's lovely. The ginger royal. Accent. The Ginger Royal is due to marry the stunning ex-suit star, 36. Like, Are we giving all the royals, like, 
like little monikers. I like just spice like, girls. I, but there's so much to unpack here. Firstly, just be like the ginger oil. There's definitely more than one yeah. ginger oil. But like, fair enough. We get it. Is due to marry the stunning ex suit star. 36, just randomly gives her age, but not his, like, out of nowhere, at Windsor Castle in May after proposing last year. Right, that's the fourth paragraph God. of a story about a ring of steel. That's a real Lego sentence, that, isn't it? It's mad. Shortly after Harry got down on one knee, I love, I, and I love how... Next to a chicken. This is quite good. Shortly after Harry got down on one knee, intelligence sources revealed the couple is at, to- at the top of the Islamists' group kill... Islamist groups kill list. What, from that moment onwards? Yeah, I love that. Gets down on one knee. It's next to the chicken. Camera shoots through a telephone input point, goes down all the way into, I don't know, whatever our Pentagon is. And they just what? Do you reckon that's someone in ISIS updating a Google Doc? Yeah. Being like, oh, he's above. That'd be brilliant. I love if the kill list was an actual Google sheet. That's it. And it's like, right, you've got everything you need for your, for your mission. Yeah, I've got, I've got the C4, I've got the guns, gets to it. Shit, he hasn't, oh, he hasn't shared, I haven't got oh, sharing privileges. he's not gone into, st- oh, it's not shared with me. Get on Slack, get in hashtag what do you, what do you mean he doesn't have Gmail? He's only got Hotmail. We, look. It's 2018. The ISIS oh. Slack channels are very well coordinated. We've got General <laughs> for GIFs and chat, but then we've got Guns. We've got General for Executive Commands. Guns. Permissions. <laughs> Uh, destroying museums, that's a bit. <laughs> Just pictures I of it. I subscribe to that, sir. I've not subscribed to destroying I, well, museums. Kill list. I can't tell anything in this fucking kill list. Look, or, I'm making a kill list channel. It's just, it, oh, it's just gifts of people. What's to everyone's kill. email addresses? I've forgotten. Why don't we have a centralized email address service for ISIS? Are you on the Trello board? <laughs> Why is your Trello card about this? You've been assigned to kill him for 16 months and you've not killed him, and now the card is fading in novelty fashion. We've got the checklist plug-in, and you have not ticked dead. (laughs) (laughs) That was some fun humour about workflow. (laughs) Project management systems and applied in the Middle East. Yeah. Expenses must be a nightmare for ISIS. How do you... Never mind. My expenses are a nightmare. I, you know, <laughs> some restaurants print receipts with a type of ink that fades if it lives in your wallet. Awful. What the fuck is that about? Who does that? I can't claim back a meal that I had to expense for a working lunch the other day. It's like because back I sent it to New York and they're like, "There's no date on this." I was like, "It's it's it's disappeared." What do you want me to do? I can write it on Enviro. You, can't, you did come home in a DeLorean, though, and you've changed things. Gav doesn't exist anymore. Gav's gone, His and so is that faded. meal. Anyway. Uh, yeah, what an absolute b- bullshit tangent that was. <laughs> SAS Troopers... No, I loved it. SAS Troopers and MI5 intelligence analysts are reportedly working full-time to protect the duo. I hope they're working full-time. Well, just call them a couple. Don't call them a duo. Why do they have to be a duo all of a sudden as they gear up to tie the knot? The winds are not. Members of the team have shoot have shoot to kill clearance and are trained in emergency first aid. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> that doesn't make them sound very good at the first part. No. Why are they? Why do we have to state that <laughs> highly trained soldiers? Um, Gary's in a course in um, resuscitation. Uh, my doll doesn't work properly. It's not resuscitating. That happened to my girlfriend. She did a first aid course, and um, you know those like torso dolls yeah, that you resuscitate. Freaky. Her one was broken, so it wouldn't. It was just dead, like more dead than the other dolls. The other dolls, when you blew into them, their chest expanded and stuff. Life signs. Her one was just dead. How would you DOA? Do 
My, it must have been terrifying. She was like, oh, I can't do it. I can't even resuscitate an inanimate object. Actually, yeah. that's quite hard. Yeah, anyway. that is true. An intelligent, an intelligent source said previously, we know at this very moment terrorists are plotting attacks against the royal family. We've discussed the Trello board. Megan, I don't think Trello's well known enough. It's a workflow solution. Megan and Harry are the most high-profile members of that group. The royal family? Should have thought so. Like, you think this engagement his, made them more famous than the Queen? His, her, his nan is literally on m- money across abroad. the world. You I was just, just in Canada. Canada. Yeah, they love her there. Well, they sort of. I think they're just indifferent to her, aren't they? Really? Yeah, but ISIS aren't the only group that's vowed to terrorize the couple's special day. That's the end of that story. Is it? <laughs> It's not a good ending. I actually think I actually think I've accidentally cut off the bit where they talk some bullshit about anarchists writing mean poems about them. <laughs> I, I think we were okay with poets. Yeah, writing there's an anarchist books. poet who's like, "Oh, we're going to make the blood run blue on your special day," and you're like, "Oh, well done, mate. Good for you." I'm sure, it's not the poet it's laureate. Not, yeah, it's not quite the same as ISIS, is it? Who is the poet laureate? Um, Carolyn Duffy. She used to be, didn't she? Yeah, I only know Andrew Motion. Because he had a poetic <laughs> name and it stuck in my Andrew head. Motion, yeah. um, you know, I only found this out the other day that um, Daniel Day-Lewis's dad was Cecil Day-Lewis. DDL? Yeah. CDL? His dad was... Um, I don't know who Cecil Day-Lewis he's, is. Uh, he was poet laureate as well. Oh! That yeah. explains a lot about him. Yeah. Oh, stuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Joe, come on. He did that talk in the v- at the VNA the other day, and he was wearing combat trousers, Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, that's disgusting. He whatever he Dress likes. appropriately, DDL. So you were talking about... Uh, the Ring of Steel. The Ring of Steel. I'm going to be talking of the net of spikes. What have they capitalised in this one? Um, well, net and spikes. Oh, well done. Um, so... <laughs> it starts off that a giant net covered in spikes will be coating Windsor. What? Um, Coating but, Windsor? Yeah, it's going to be covering all of Windsor. A bit like the dome scenario that you outlaid yeah. just then, the nightmarish dome. Dome of spikes. <laughs> but so then when like you Crystal actually Mates. read past the sensational headline, you realise it's a 30-foot uh, square mat. So hardly That's a Windsor. giant net covering Windsor. Windsor's not a big town, but it's not um, that small. So what it is, it's, it's a mat that can be deployed to stop hostile errant vehicles. So it's just one of those chains that they put across the road. Essentially, yes, because it's made by a company called CintiQ, and but I actually look, again. I think you pronounce it CintiQ. CintiQ. CintiQ sounds like a Pokemon. CintiQ. Um, they offer it up. It's a branded version. This actual name is Xnet. Xnet. X-Net. So I went on their website, and they use something called the Xnet 10T. And it can be deployed in approximately that, one second. Is that a when you say tenty? Is it like a tent made <laughs> of the spiky stuff? It's a tenty. It's like a trunky for kids. <laughs> Taking on holiday, I got my tenty, my trunky, and covered in spikes. So I guess this in a lot of countries where um, weapons aren't freely available like our own, mm. a big um, terrorist risk is vehicles. People mm. just like mounting curves and plowing through. They're people. like bloody huge bullets, aren't so they? So the Ring of Steel is aimed to protect this, and so is the giant net, the X-net. And so what you do is when you see a car going off-road, essentially, mm. or it's, it's making a beeline for um, the crowds, you deploy this in less than one second. I feel that puts a lot of pressure on the person who's got to be in a position to deploy this. Yeah, where are they? 
I thought this is the problem because when you go on their website and you see a video of how this works, this person is setting it up at leisure. They're stretching out this little device, getting ready to launch it, and then the car comes directly towards them, which obviously makes it very easy to foil said yeah. car. If this it could be anywhere, I don't know how you use this. Because what it is, is it pings it out across the road. So, so it's like the a whole, little launch. But the whole problem is, this is for cars that are not going to be on the road. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how do you know where that's going to mount the curb? Yeah. So I, I just, think they should coat Windsor in it. I think this is very f- flawed. So what, can you explain to me what it actually is? So it is, um, it kind of shoots out a big piece of netting. Mm. It looks a bit like a giant picnic blanket. Nice. But one used by... Pinhead. Pinhead. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> he's getting out his mini eggs and he has a little sit down. He's like, oh, that's lovely. And it's CD, just, yeah, it's just, it's just covered in um, spikes. And I watched a YouTube video of it being demonstrated and it just gets sucked into the front tires of the car and very quickly bunches up and basically stops the car. From that's moving. cool. Um, it doesn't seem to blow out the tires. So I don't know what spikes are. I wonder if they're just to create like... Well, I suppose, yeah, they grip. Just, and they just like bring it to a, a sudden halt so it doesn't make cars like do a big flip no what's the point it's pro- also liable to kill people that way because yeah, he'd be flipping onto people yeah no but action movies but cool isn't think it about it kill. Uh, it was a proper ring of steel and a proper spiky bad boy flipper the device has already been tested in Windsor just before Christmas and then again on what <laughs> who did they Santa. use it on Santa <laughs> where's he going stick to the roads just Nick. using it on indiscriminate cars roads. I said stick to the roads Nick thank you for your service um, it's the first time the nets have been used outside London the nets are approximately 19 by 10 foot squared and that can add be packed up to 30 foot? No, it's a bit shorter. Yeah, that seems right. Um, and packed away in a rucksack and it's thrown across the road in the path of an approaching car. Sim- it's similar technology to a stinger, if you know. Yes. You know what a stinger is, Joe. I know what a stinger so is. many people listening at home. Ken Police is the only force to confirm using the kits, which cost about £3,000 each. So, are they one use? What, well, sorry? Are they one use? Probably, I reckon, because by the time they they're are. in the car, I don't think you're getting that out. Um, £3,000, though, relatively inexpensive compared to some of the other stuff we're talking about on this Correct. episode. Correct, and it's, um, that's only 10 PS4s. That's how I measure £300 in how you measure security. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why uh, do you say that's so sexy? I just, I just, I, I'm probably still thinking about Pinhead on a picnic, just getting aroused yeah. by putting out this stuff. Come on, CD, sit down on this. <laughs> Can we just explain who CD is? Yes. I've never seen CD before you showed <laughs> me him. In Hellraiser 3, so in the original Hellraiser, all the Cenobites seem roughly modelled on kind of recognisable sins or mm. human vices. There's one who's like quite fat, so, you know, you think maybe gluttony. Mm. Or um, in Hellraiser 3 um, I think they were struggling for inspiration and it was like What's the 90s the subtitle? Oh, Pinhead Takes New York or something it's not that it's like Hellbound or Hell on Earth or yeah. something like that and it's like the early 90s and one of the Cenobites is just called CD and he shoots CDs out of him he's got because a, the major vice of the early 90s was optical media he's got he's got a um, he's got a, a sort of um, <laughs> disc tray shaped mouth and he fires CDs out of it he's one of the funniest looking evildoers in oh. all of film history You've really got to check him out. I love him. Speaking of Slack, we've got his face as a little icon. It's great. <laughs> we don't use him very much. Yeah, no, that's why we don't get anything done. So we get no, we get no killing done. Absolutely not. You know who is going to get killing done? Well, you will soon after this break. China. 
Mr. Chicken. Welcome back. And now listen to this. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry guarded by SAS ready to die. That's the capitalised bit of the, ta- of the uh, tabloid journalism for royal couple. They're going to die for them. God bless them. God bless the SAS. God bless the royal couple. And God bless you. Let me read this to you. I believe from the Express or the Star. If I've got it the wrong <laughs> way around, it's that they were from the other one. An elite close protection unit made up of 30 SAS soldiers has been assigned to protect the prince and his bride at their Windsor wedding in May. Windsor wedding is nice. They've not used that enough. We haven't used that. A handful of the regiment's most hardened soldiers, who fought in war zones from Iraq to Afghanistan, not a huge distance, have met with the pair to discuss the arrangements, the Daily Star reported. Now, is this the Express reporting the Daily Star's stuff? Oh, I saw it. Don't know. War technology (laughs) will be bought in. Including, and get this shit, US-designed bullets. <laughs> That's it, no. Which can, <laughs> which can change course mid-flight to follow a moving target. The smart bullets, known as Exacto. <laughs> that sounds like something Acme's It making. sounds like a robot that's got a personality. <laughs> like a butler. Hello, I'm your calculator robot, Exacto. <laughs> It sounds like it was in the 90s cartoon Botsmaster, which has one of the best intro songs of all time. I'm not familiar with Botmaster. <gasps> Mate, it was French. Botmaster. Botsmaster. It's specifically bots. bots. And it's French. The main character is called Ziv Zoolander, <laughs> which is weird. Um, is this on British TV? It was. And most amazingly, it was during an earlier fad for 3D. And there were sections of the show where you had to put on those shitty red and green uh, uh, 3D shades. Um, I highly recommend you watch the intro, because not only is it sick, um, it's just an amazing insight into how bad 90s cartoons were, but in a very lovable way. I will way. go do that immediately after finishing But this. basically it sounds like Exacto was in it. Right. There's, there is like a cool smart calculator bot, and I, I think he's his <laughs> mate. <laughs> Exacto, Extreme Accuracy Tasked Ordinance. It's a, such a bad backronym, that. I don't like it. Exacto will be paired with the latest sniper rifles. The latest sniper rifles. <laughs> <laughs> this season's we, hottest sniper rifles. We spared no expense. Get a load of the camouflaged A5 Death Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Could you see where my riffing fell out? <laughs> yeah, well, it's you, very you early. Like, naming an A-road. <laughs> The latest sniper rifles for the nuptials at Windsor Castle. Using the latest equipment for the battlefield, the team snipers could strike a target 2,000 metres away 90% of the time. (laughs) One out of ten times, they will strike the wrong target 2,000 metres away. That's quite a big fail rate. Imagine being 2k away and having to hit a man. I suppose that very much is the sniper's remit. I suppose it is. You know what I mean? Like, that's why it's an elite. I want the pink mist. I want the pink mist. That's what they say in Jarhead. <laughs> is it? Have I don't remember Jarhead? Bradley Cooper saying that in American Sniper. In the, I remember going, oh, what's wrong with a baby? In, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in Jarhead, he's obsessed with the pink mist. He really wants to see it. But oh. he never gets to shoot anyone, and that's the end of Jarhead. Police, a special reconnaissance regiment, and SAS soldiers will guard the royal wedding, which takes place on the same day as the FA Cup final. <laughs> so weird. I'm t- tabloid reporting yeah. so all over the place. The star source said, It's a security nightmare. Hundreds of people... <laughs> <laughs> 
hundreds of people. <laughs> That's someone who's been been tasked with overseeing it and yeah. really did not want to. We've got one fucking mat. <laughs> I don't know where to put it. <laughs> I'm gonna go here. We made the ring of steel, but Bonza. I don't know where the mat's going. There's snipers <laughs> two kilometres away. What do you away. mean they're only one use only? I keep telling them they could get closer. They insist on being two kilometres away. They're not even in away. Windsor. The smart bullets keep coming up behind me <laughs> as a sort of joke. <laughs> Taking the back off my trousers like a cartoon dog. I don't know what's going on. I haven't got shit privileges for the kill list. It's a security nightmare. Hundreds of people, including VIPs from around the world, will be attending. Each one of them will have their own security issues. <laughs> this is why a special team will focus on Harry and Meghan. Any terrorist attack during the wedding would be seen as a major coup for jihadists. So the plan is to disrupt any potential plot before it comes to fruition. Just in case it does kick off. A weird mix of language from this guy. We have a very special team whose job will be to get Harry and Meghan out of the danger area. In training, some of the team met the royal couple and Harry thanked them for all their hard work. That's good of the SAS. This now, is an unnamed source. This is an unnamed Daily okay. Star source. Okay. But... This, uh, these exacto bullets, I looked them up, and they come from DARPA. Are you familiar with DARPA? Is that the thing in many historic arts? Yes, it is. It's the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, who, uh, this, I, I love this. DARPA, I've become, sli I've been slightly obsessed with DARPA in the past, because they're essentially real-life Q. They just make mm. mad bullshit, just in case mm. it works. So they've tried to make nuclear bombs that don't leave behind radiation, and they've tried <laughs> to, uh... Well, we're gonna get into some of their mad stuff. But I just thought, there's a load of other real DARPA inventions that they could bring into the Royal Wedding and benefit it in a number of ways. We've got but, the budget. But to, yeah, to explain DARPA, the agency was created in February 1958 by President Dwight D. Eisenhower in response to the Soviet launching of Sputnik 1 in 1957. Took a year. Since its inception, the agency's mission is ensuring that the United States avoids further technological surprise. <laughs> I love that. They were so surprised by Sputnik. Sputnik they were like, like, seen, the, seen the shit the Russians are making? We, we need to get on this, boys. We need to make some absolute crap. What have you been making? Where are the bullets that know where the man is? <laughs> um, so they've um, been involved with a lot of things. As you mentioned, telepathic spies. That was one of their projects in the 70s. How did they get on with that? Didn't work, but maybe that's all a smokescreen, and they I do have telepathic spies. Mm. Do you know what they'd be good for? Checking if Megan's trying to return the throne to Plantagenet hands. They'd be working for her, wouldn't they? Oh, I don't know. What? Uh, mm. Well, it's not necessarily an American yeah. interest. It's just her interest because she's Edward the Third's scheming wait, great, 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 great granddaughter. We don't know what America's up to. That's true. They're so sneaky, especially DARPA. <laughs> Darper and his Darper. mates. Oh, Darper. Mm, what you been up to? They've also, they've also invented... <laughs> they've also invented exoskeletons that can carry up to 200 pounds of weight. And I was what, thinking... like a wedding cake? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how, that's how Harry's going to bring out the wedding cake. Well, that's exactly it. I was thinking they could wear for? exoskeletons under their suits uh, or dresses. <laughs> they might be a bit bulky. Or you could be a hench. Yeah, exactly. Harry's bulked up. Megan's getting in shape for another role. <laughs> um, <laughs> Megan looks like Optimus Prime coming down the aisle. <laughs> and then I thought if they had any problems, they could just jump really high or wall run away. And also, they could probably dance. Better. Imagine that, wall running down the aisle. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> here comes, comes Megan. Oh, it's over. She's already here. 
they also have the Ares program, which is a sort of VTOL truck. VTOL being vertical takeoff and landing. Oh, yeah. So it's a truck that can fly. And I was thinking that would be cool because you could fly it down the road. You know, when they're going from the wedding yep. to the venue afterwards mm-hmm. down the road. Just fly it over the crowds. Oh, yeah. And then you could have the little tin cans at the back brushing the tops of everyone's heads, knocking their hats off. I that's, thought that'd be nice. That's a delightful image. Just show. married, and now we're bloody flying. The Solar Eagle, which is a drone that can stay airborne for years. Years. It's a weird, like, zigzag in the sky. And I was thinking that would be good. They could just keep skywriting happy marriage. Endlessly. Forever. Permanently, though. <laughs> just for as much Even as if the marriage fails, it'll still be there. Happy divorce. You just change it. You could change it on the flight. Bought Con- from your phone. Consolations. I guess so. There's got to be some guy on a little joystick, like Eye in the Sky. <laughs> just for ten years I've doing not that. Giant- I've not watched Eye in the Sky. <laughs> I'm assuming there's a lad on a little joystick with Alan Rickman shouting at him. And finally, mind-controlled limbs. They made mind-controlled prosthetic limbs. Oh, right. I was going to say, mine, but- mine are. <laughs> Look at me, Dapper. Um, <laughs> get a load of this. Uh, but yeah, I just thought if they had like if they brought out the cake, but it already had an arm next to it, and Harry just goes and it just cuts the. Uh, <laughs> that's the sound of mind control. <sighs> yeah, and then it just cuts the cake, but with a big karate chop, and then hands out a slice. The Queen could do with one of them, just like constantly do the Queen's ways. That's really cool. She's like, like Doc she, Ock. <laughs> the Queen is inside her little car, just holding a prosthetic limb out of the window that's doing the Queen's way. No one would know. No, if you just put a fancy sleeve on it. Oh, yeah. That'd be nice. Get, like, oh. Does she wear a lot of rings? Just cover it in rings. Queen? Oh, I don't know. I like you looked at my hand as if you were sizing up whether it well, could be... Well, you have be. a very queenly arm. It's free yeah. of rings. Well, this free. one's got a ring on it. Which, Which one looks, looks more queenly? I think um, the, the ringless, because I think she often wears gloves. You don't put rings on top of a glove. Very good point. It looks mad. Yeah. Anyway, that's the SAS ready to die, and that's what DARPA's going to do for him if I had my way. Mm, DARPA. Mm, what you DARPA, so, what, what are you, you bloody been... doing, DARPA? <laughs> Go on, tell oh, us. you little stinkers. <laughs> oh, what a waste of money. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what I've worked out as a telepathic spy. You're a bunch of charlatans. Well, you've got a big spiky net, what you got? <laughs> um... So, um, we've already mentioned the SAS, oh. um, bloody good boys, um, them. Um, so and them. And girls, maybe. Are uh, girls allowed in it? I don't know, they should be. Let's cover our asses by saying girls as well. Yeah, if not, the S stands for sexist. Yep, sexist uh, and sexy. Yeah, could be. Um, they will also be training Megan and Harry for the big day. What do you mean training? Putting them through their paces, it's just in case... Shit goes Harry's down. Harry's already been trained. Yeah, I know, but you get extra training, because oh. the SAS are an elite fighting force. They're better he was than just him. a fighting force. Um, so I think they'll be taken to Hereford and be put through their paces and, like, basically be put in a kind of terrorist situ- uh, hostage situation. Right, you brought up Hereford very suddenly. Is that where they do Oh, things? sorry. I've just been playing a lot of Rainbow Six recently, and, that, <laughs> and that's the SAS map. So in my head, everyone knows that. Oh, right. That's where they're actually that's based. The, Hereford is um, where the kill house is. <gasps> Um, but when I was reading about um, them being put through their paces, this is quite a done thing for royal couples facing a royal wedding. Really? And this was done by Diana and Charles back in oh, the 80s. Is that why she was so good at not stepping on landmines? I think so, yeah. She was like, hmm, I, I've got an SAS train, so if you want a little... You want tips? Yeah. Bring me out. Bring me out on a charity gig. But secretly, I'll just impart SAS training to you. R.I.P. Queen of Hearts. Um, so I came across a story of Diana's training in the mirror, which is 
been dramatized it reads like bravo two zero by andy mcnab <laughs> the greatest book of the 90s it's not um by uh what's a you know the cake lady who had the amazing no, deborah R- richardson or whatever it's by ryan parry and richard smith co-written yeah so co-written uh, yeah one of them did all the facts and the other one juiced it up juiced it the order, go, 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 crackled through the radio. Princess Diana pushed her foot down on the Range Rover's accelerator. You wrote this. I, I absolutely <laughs> have not. I'm, not. I'm too lazy. Princess Diana pushed her foot down on the Range Rover's accelerator and drove an SAS team into a full-blown assault on the stronghold. But as our dramatic image so, shows, the training exercise ended badly, with Diana being led to safety after a stun grenade set fire to her. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, yeah, so apparently when they were training for their wedding, some dude on the SAS set fire to Princess Diana's barnet. Elite, tra- elite special forces. <laughs> In 1983, the exercise at the, for- <laughs> at the former SAS base Sterling Lines near Hereford almost spelt disaster for Diana. Former S- um, a stray pellet from a flashbang grenade landed on the right side of her head, setting her blonde locks ablaze. Oh, my God. Um, former SAS veteran Rust- Rusty Furman. He's not called Rusty Furman. <laughs> this is so made up. Well, Rusty Furman was there on that day. Did and you t- find this on literotica.com? <laughs> <laughs> and he tells how the couple got the fright of their lives. Rusty Furman. Um, he, he, so he was... He, right, this happens a lot with SAS people. He apparently was one of the people who rescued the hostages in the 1980 Iranian embassy siege. Everyone was there. All of them say it, this. It's like the Manchester Free Trade Hall gig. There was only six of them. They can't all be rescuing people yeah. from the Iranian embassy. It's like everyone's seen the Sex Pistols. Um, he says, um, Charles and Di- so this is a story that recirculated when Wills and Kate were um, getting their training. Charles and Diana copes extremely well, and I expect Wills and Kate won't be any different. It's very important that they go through it to prepare for the potential dangers of being taken hostage. Charles and Diana were wearing black overalls with his and hers written on them. Oh, f- what? I hate that. Diana was very keen. She asked if she could drive one of the white Range Rovers for the stronghold assault. At one point, she failed to break in time and hit a wall, which sent her shooting forward. By now, we were all around her, hurling flashbangs. Why? If she's crashed, don't be all around her f- hurling fl- she, she know- She's crashed, chuck the flashbangs. She knows she messed up. <laughs> like they're hazing her. We're all around her, hurling flashbangs, which we, we, we use to disorientate terrorists. She's not a terrorist. She's a woman who's just crashed a Range Rover. She's a woman in <laughs> overalls that say hers on them. And um, the princess like a is. Towel. So this is where the faux pas occurred. And um, the princess. Faux pas! <laughs> setting fire to someone's hair with a stun grenade. It's like, um. Is it Anthea Turner, British TV presenter Anthea I Turner, who, whose hair gets set on fire in, well, in an advert? Is it? Oh, I don't know. I'll find that on YouTube later and show you. Um, the princess left her driver's window down, blaming her. It's her fault because her window was down, wasn't what it? What a bang went in. It seems like she just crashed into the wall and all the SAS got out and just started throwing flashbangs at her. Rads, this I might be the only chance. <laughs> the, the princess um, left, dri- left her driver's window down for some reason and a burning pellet from a flashbang landed in her hair, which started smoking. She was sa- shouting and patting her hair. Diana screamed to her watching husband, watching husband. Wasn't doing anything, was he, Charles? He threw that fucking bang. Oh, Charles, my hair, my hair, she said. It's like Rapunzel. Rusty, Rusty 61 says, I ran over and started to pat her hair <laughs> I thought out. he was a robot, Rusty 61. <laughs> Rusty 61. Get out. Rusty 61. My friend is exact out. <laughs> we will extinguish her together. 
Um, I ran over and I, like, he very much makes him the hero of the story. Of course he is. I ran over and started to pat her hair out with another guy. Two-man job, was it? One of the Ruperts, our name for officers, put his arm around her. Easy on, mate. And she was taken away to recover. Luckily, she saw the humorous side of it later while her head was smoking. That's mad. It was a shock for all of us when we realised how close we come to set fire to her. <laughs> Bloody hell. Rusty. Um, so, after this kind of little traumatic incident, Charles and Diana um, joined the SAS for tea and coffee. And it, uh, <laughs> they were accepted into the SAS. And, and a debriefing. But this wasn't the actual trailing. The next thing goes, then, the, then came the real ordeal. Was this just the drive there? This is just the drive there. Did that- she accidentally run into the Hereford gates and they were like, what? Flashbang! And they were, then ta- <laughs> they were then taken to the regiment's notorious killing house <gasps> or close quarter battle building. That is in Rainbow Six. Where troops simulate the rescue of hostages by killing dummy terrorists with live ammunition. So apparently they put them in the killing house, tied them to chairs. Right. And then went in and breached it with live ammunition. It, it was bothering me that they weren't the hostages in the trading situation. Yeah. Because that is the obvious thing that will happen. I, I understand her crashing the car perhaps on the way there. I don't know why they felt the need to flashbang her. No, also live ammunition. Don't flashbang the Princess of Hearts. Don't shoot a real bullets near her. Um, so Rusty says they were surrounded by cut-out figures of terrorist Carlos the Jackal. There's <laughs> multiple. <laughs> loads of Carlos the Jackal. Didn't Bruce Willis the play most him? Fa- uh, he's the most famous terrorist of, like, the 80s. Yeah. Venezuelan terrorist. He wasn't even called Carlos. Oh, no, it was Bruce Willis just in he's a film called, called The Jackal. He's just called Carlos because he's from South America. and He wasn't actually called racist. Carlos. No, he's got, we'll call him Carlos. Oh, good on you, lads. Well done. And when the order was given, respect. four black-clad SAS troopers armed with assault weapons and wearing gas masks poured into the large room. A flashbang grenade was thrown in. Are we not learn anything, boys? <laughs> Without taking a breath, the soldiers dispatched the, t- the Carlos the Jackals. An hour and hour later, she was still chuckling at her hair being set on fire. We threw a fucking load more grenades towards her. Look at this. Diana covered her ears as bullets whistled around her, while Charles recoiled in shock at the noise and action. It must be horrible. Rusty says it was the perfect hostage rescue. We called it a snatch operation. The noise is deafening. Just non sequitur. <laughs> um... So this is the training that Wills and Kate went under, and it's the training that Megan and Harry will receive if they haven't already. They use live ammunition in something called the Killing House, Joe. That's crazy. They should stop. And and, they, and people say they lived a cosseted life. Yeah, exactly. They've done more live yeah, ammunition training Harry than you. Might, Harry might have heard about this from when he was a young child. That's a good point. <laughs> His mum traumatised by this flashback. He's going to turn up in a shower cap. <laughs> Michael Jackson also, his head got set on fire on the shoot of a Pepsi commercial, it didn't it? It did. Is that right? Yeah, I, well, I don't know if it, well, I don't know about the Pepsi commercial, but it's definitely Something been set like on fire. It's dangerous. It's really dangerous. Commercials, uh, live fire ammunition, uh, flash training. Flashbangs are deadly. Yeah. Because I know from playing Rainbow Six, flashbangs shouldn't involve any damage. They're just disorientating. Well, they do, so a, li- they do a little bit of damage in Overwatch. They've though. never set my hair on fire. <laughs> In Rainbow Six. Um, but yeah, that's the training they'll be received. So we're going to have actual technology pre- um, protecting them on the day and also know-how. Good British know-how. Exactly. But um, this week, I don't have a conspiracy theory for you because we've skirted too close to real life conspiracy. conspiracy. I believe everything I've said now um, because it's a terrifying world full of evil. So to lighten up the mood, 
We're going to do another verse of uh, the Ed Sheeran repurposed Galway Girl. That we'll be playing that we call, on the other uh, wedding party. Yeah, um, that's called LA Girl. Uh, just to remind you, we've got a chorus and verse one. I'll go through those. She played the organ in a Beach Boys cover band, but she fell in love with a posho man. Kissed her on the cheek, then I took her by the cheek. Said, baby, I just want to freak. I met her on Dean Street, which is where they actually met, right outside of the bar. She shared a Twix with me while her mate played the fool. <laughs> we lost track. She asked me, what does it mean, the ink on your arm? Said, it was a bloody helicopter, love. Do you want to drink on? She took Jamie as a chaser, Jack for the fun. She got Arthur on the table, Johnny riding shotgun. Couldn't be bothered to do that bit. Chatted some more, one more Twix at the bar. Then I put the Twix wrapper on the jukebox and got up to dance. Chorus again, and then verse two. Oh, here we go. Verse two. <sighs> you know, she beat me at blank, and then she beat me at blank. Rainbow six. Rainbow six. And second. She beat me at rainbow six, and then she beat me at... Or something more innocuous. <laughs> I don't know. What do you beat someone at? Board game? <laughs> well, a board game would be good. A board game? <laughs> I, what would the queen have in? Mm, cranium? <laughs> cranium. Cranium. <laughs> I'm writing Cranium. <laughs> The clay round is but, the but best. The, yeah, but it'll be all dried up. And then she kissed me like there was nobody else in the blank. In the palace. In the palace. Perfect. But there was. As last orders were called was when she stood on the stool after dancing the blank, singing to blank tunes. She danced the... Superman? Superman? I was thinking cha-cha slide, but Superman works for me. I used to love dancing the Superman. I know you did. I can see it. After dancing the Superman, singing to blank tunes. Reggae. Reggae tunes. Very good. Reggae tunes. I never heard blank ever sung so sweet. Reggae? Yeah. Reggae. Bob. 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 I never heard Bob ever sung so sweet. A cappella in the bar using her feet for a beat. Oh, I could have... Oh, I could have that voice playing on repeat for a week. <laughs> and in this packed out blank, swear she was singing to me. Packed out. Members only club. Yeah. <laughs> He's a posher man. He is a posher man. Members only club. That's good. Is that, is, that, is that the second verse? That's the second verse. Absolutely smashed through it. Should Sweet. we go through it just yes. once more? Yeah. You know, she beat me at Rainbow Six, and then she beat me at Cranium, and then she kissed me like there was nobody else in the palace. It's worse when you realise the rhyme scheme's been disrupted, isn't it? Oh, As last orders were called was when she stood on the stool after dancing the Superman singing to reggae tunes. I never heard Bob ever sung so sweet Acapella in the bar using her feet for a beat Oh, I could have that voice playing on repeat for a week And in this packed out members only club Swear she was singing to me I like when you got really into it then Well, that's good He's actually got some good rhymes Because did you know Ed Sheeran was a freestyle battle rapper? Was he? Yeah, apparently he was quite good And then he let himself down Oh, poor, poor Ed And then he got that lion tattoo and all was forgiven Um, (laughs) It's wicked I've got a little email Huh? 
got an email from the mailbag. Um, you can email us anytime. I want to say anytime because we're not monitoring it. So you were on the servers. I haven't got notifications on. No, I don't so give a email shit. Email us anytime of day at show at thewindsandnotpod.com. This is from Chris Crow. He says, all right, lads. Chris Crow. It's the Duke of Crow here. Didn't we have him? Isn't he last week? He was the one who called her the Queen of Suits. Well, maybe. My wife and I requested a marble banana and coffee flavor cake for our wedding. Marble what? A marble banana and coffee. So it's two. Oh, that actually sounds you, really good. Well, now marbling that I think about is it. like you basically. I, I've never made a marble cake, but I, I think you make two batters and then you pour, pour it all them in, in and then you get like a little knitting needle or something and like you marble Schlub them. them up. Yeah. And um, this was a sentimental mixture of our two favorite flavors of sweets. Well done, mate. Um, but it not. <laughs> but it did not go down well. With our guests, we were told afterwards that 90% or more of the cake that was delivered to the seats was left totally uneaten. Not even a single bite was taken in most cases. I think that sounds oh, lovely. That's, that's absolutely mad not to take a bite. If you're given cake, you have one bite and then go, ah, you know what, that's not for me. That's fine. I, I also think banana and coffee sounds a delightful that combination. magic. Those are two of my favourite flavours. Yeah, very often I will have a banana muffin and a coffee. I'm drinking and coffee And I'm basically right making that in my mouth. <laughs> um, he says God the save The marble mouth And it is that Chris Because he says God save the queen of suits Well done to you Big Duke Big Duke Crowey <laughs> Thank he's, you Big Duke Crowey He's really yeah, turned himself actually, Into a character If you write in Give yourself a, Your own royal title And maybe you'll get an invite If you can't be bothered Don't Give a It's shit. optional It's optional It's all up to you Cool that, that it? That is the mailbag Well you can email us At show at the Windsor Not Pod dot com The Windsor Not Pod the Or just Windsor Not Pod TheWindsAreNotPod.com Yeah, well done us. And you can tweet us at WindsAreNotPod. Mm, you can. It's good there. And also, uh, whoever's dealing with our Twitter, I'm assuming Pete, lovely Pete, um, is retweeting a lot of things that people say. So if you want a brief modicum of very, very small-scale fame, it's fun to do that. I love getting a retweet. Yeah, I, I'm also like, we've got some lovely little tweets with people who have contributed little ideas to the show. So. Yes. So we do monitor it. We do. And also, if you do like the show, I say this every week, go to iTunes and review it. Now, in the past week, we've got our first bad reviews. Have we? Some people have given it one star. And Goodness. I say to them, we're not listening. I say, go, and I don't care if you hate it. Give it five stars. It's nothing to you. It Think about it. It's never no, do anything it's to you again. It's not going to show up on anything connected to your name. It's just, if you, even if you don't like it, you've got this far, go to iTunes, give it five stars. What are we talking Unthinkingly. in the, What are we talking in ratios? We're doing all right. We're doing all right in the main. It's lot, yeah, mainly yeah. fives, yeah. a couple of ones, and a two. A the, two. T- the two annoys me. Because yeah, two's it's like, the worst. Because if you hate it, give it a one, fine, but don't. It's a binary scale, let's be frank. And you don't even have to do a written review, although there are some delightful written reviews, and if you want to contribute on them, I would appreciate it very Were much. any of the one stars written? No. Oh, then I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Lazy. What have you done? You clicked one button. Grow up. I bet you're still listening. Yeah. If you are. Go change it. <laughs> <laughs> jokes jokes on you jokes on you you actually like it though oh dump <laughs> have a lovely week we'll be back next wednesday bye goodbye